body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Energy. How do you muster it up? I'm sure you can talk to a doctor or a professional and say, you know, eat right, sleep right. I mean, those are the physical components of energy, but it's a lot more, you know, the psych end of it, how you get yourself pumped up to get through the day. Most of our energy starts with a couple cups of coffee, Dunkin' Donuts or whatever to get us moving and grooving, but, you know, that only lasts for a couple hours. What's your take on energy? Well, it has a lot to do with what we've talked about before with timing and distance. I know this could get a little philosophical, a little abstract, but bear with me here. Timing and distance. Distance is space, so time and space. When you have time and space and you mix those two, and then you have a rhythm, you have a cadence, and everything in the universe, everything in the world has that. You have a rhythm. There's a time for something and a time not for something. The more awareness you have about that, and if you can tap into it and make your energy, your timing, your cadence sync with whatever you're looking at doing or who you're talking to or who you're dealing with, when we're talking relationships, we're talking about communication with others. For instance, you can run into some people and you just get a good vibe. Well, what's that vibe? That's energy. Sure. That's timing and distance and rhythm that you're connecting with. And then others, they didn't necessarily say anything to you abrasive or offensive, but you just, you're not feeling it. Right. That's energy. Well, sure. Lack of energy or a different energy on a different wavelength than yours. Right. I think it goes back to what Bernie said last week about just being aware. First, you got to be aware of of the energy draw or the energy plus. Right. um, Almost like a battery. No matter what you do, you're living. So things are going to be drawing on that battery, drawing on the energy, and then you're going to have things that are going to be building up that energy. I think energy is elusive. And I'll tell you this because both of us have this in common. We stand up in front of people. We have to address a situation. Me, obviously, the martial arts and you and and what you do with the TV station. You have to show up. You have to be on time. You have to be there and you have to be vibrant. You have to be alive. You can't be sleepy. You got to motivate. You got to inspire. And I find energy to be elusive. I mean, when I'm up in front teaching, um, I don't think a lot of people realize that it doesn't come natural all the time, how to muster that up. That takes sometimes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour of, of visualization, preparation, getting myself pumped. And I got to be the spark to the fire that starts this thing, lights this thing up. The minute it starts, the minute it starts and that energy starts to circulate between who I'm teaching, the people in the dojo, then it's reciprocal. The basketball's moving down the court, so to speak. And I always look at that as that is the icing on the cake. I know if I get there, eventually it's going to taste good. It's getting there. It's, it's, we just talked about it. It's showing up. I know most of the people that step in that dojo are tired. They're looking for the same thing I'm looking for. But if you don't have the spark, if you don't have somebody that starts it, it doesn't get started. And so how do you find that elusive thing we call energy? Not natural. And yes, eating right, sleeping right. How much do you really adhere to that policy? Can you still muster up that energy? A lot of it is psychological. A lot of it is in your mind. A lot of it you really have to work at and push it out there. I always think about it this way. When they say that thing, I'm sure everybody's heard it. A journey of a thousand miles starts with your what? Your first step. First step. Energy is the same way. If you want jet fuel, 
And if you want it to be there for you sometimes, you got to make that first step. It will not make that first step for you. You're the one that's got to put that foot in the door and say, come on, let's go. Get yourself pumped. Get yourself breathing. Get in the right frame of mind and then go. Once that happens, you're taken off the ground. You're in flight. You're going to go. You're going to move. What's the opposite of energy? When you're energized and you don't have that, what's the opposite? What you just, you mean just being tired? Well, I'd, well, being tired, but I'd say laziness, right? Right. While we're talking here, I just did a quick Google search on uh, laziness. And you said having energy, it's mostly psychological. Well, the first entry that came up, the first search result talks about the 10 main causes of laziness. Let's go through them. I think nine out of 10 are psychological. The only one that is purely physical is nutrition, poor nutrition. If you have poor nutrition, and we've talked about this countless times, yep. if you put in garbage, you get garbage, garbage in, garbage out. Right. So you got to eat good, of course. You got to give your body good fuel from a physical standpoint. The other nine, pretty much all psychological. Uh, procrastination. That's a choice you make. Yeah. There's nothing physical about that. Distraction. Well, well, wait a second. When you say procrastination, that comes down to the other rule. The other golden rule is discipline. Yep. I mean, you, again, if the awareness doesn't work along with the discipline, discipline is saying, okay, hey, that's the motor. That's the motor of my vehicle, man. You mm -hmm. know, if it's, if it's starting to die down and you got to rev it up, you're the one responsible to move that car. You got to get that thing going. And that's where the psych comes in. It's the discipline and the structure. And then that comes back to a maintenance plan. The more you follow it, I'm not going to say it's easy, but I will say because of the discipline of training and because of the habits that I've created over my life, it doesn't allow me to fall off the wagon. You know, it, it keeps me on the trail, keeps me on the path. And that goes for anything, whether you're looking for energy, spiritual guidance, physical strength. It's getting into that plan and maintaining that plan. All right. The next one is distraction. And you could make an argument that means lack of focus, lack of awareness. You're yep. distracted. Your management of your time. Management of time, management of time, management of time, management of time, over and over and over again, hanging around with the wrong people. What you just said, hanging around with the wrong people, that's the next one, actually. It's yeah. poor lifestyle choices. Poor lifestyle choices are going to drag you down. And when you're weak, you don't need another person telling you you're weak, and you don't need another person who is weak. When you're weak, you need to search out strength. Yeah, but, you know, again, human nature, like, attracts like. Laziness breeds laziness. So when you are weak, we do have a tendency to gravitate towards other weak people, but you got to fight that. It's the last thing you need. But I think, too, the thing you said, management of time. Everybody's got to have a place and time to relax, a space, a time to say, hey, this is, this is my time to relax. Now, whether you grab a bag of Fritos on the side of it, that, that's up to you. But I have, when I get home from training or I have a certain time, a certain place where it's my downtime. But like I said, there's a time and place, place for everything. Then it goes back to what you mentioned earlier in the episode. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so you need that time so that you can be energized. Right. Uh, the next one would be lack of motivation. Right. That's finding your purpose, finding your passion. If you don't have a passion, something that you can call your own, you got to find something that you can call your own and make it yours. Yeah. And motivation a lot of times comes from something inside yourself, but also you look for a buddy. We have this thing in our work. I was called a buddy workout. Sometimes your buddy comes in and he's more motivated than you are or she. And then it's their job to pick you up, to push you through. At the end of the day, you're going to feel better. Next one is lack of self-worth. We talk about that. Self-esteem, self-confidence. Yeah. Knowing who you are and what you are, what you will stand for, what you won't stand for. Right. 
and what you won't put up with. Exactly. Your responsibility is another one. Not stepping up, not owning it, you know, not taking responsibility for anything and blaming others. I mean, that goes back to the show itself. Attack life, not others. We, if you let us, human nature, we will want to find blame in other things and other people. But if you step up and take responsibility, that lends towards energizing yourself. Right. And, you know, it's what you said earlier. Whatever you take in is your output. I look at other people, the way they take care of their cars, and also just observing somebody taking care of their flower garden the other day. That flower garden gets the right sun, the right water, and there's no flies. There's nothing that can infest and get inside and ruin. They take care of that flower garden. Whatever they put on it, whatever they put in it is going to be the output. It's not the way we treat ourselves sometimes from a point of energy. We don't even realize it. Subconsciously, we're hanging around a group of people gossiping all this negativity. It's like a bad cold. What does a bad cold do to you? Bad cold wears you down. You have no energy. First thing that people say, I'm sick. I don't feel good. I have no energy. Well, all this stuff you're bringing into your mind, all this stuff you're inputting from other people, all these distractions you're taking into in the course of the day is the same thing like a bad cold. It's a disease. Step away from it. Protect yourself. Take it like that flower garden. Spray it, fill it with water and sun, and let it grow and harvest it. You got some energy going right now. I do. You know what I did this morning? I'm going to tell you what I did this morning. I always do my Tai Chi and my Sun Chin, my martial arts cottage, my breathing. And then I jumped into my cold pool. My pool is still open. I like to keep it open until October because it's refreshing when you jump into a cold pool. And I was sparked. That'll wake you up. Yeah, it'll wake me up. And and when you're awake, you're energized. And I got to carry that energy into the end of the day until it's time for my relax time. The last one on this list is too much to do. Where do we begin with that? Oh, my Because that's bogus right there. Nobody has too much to do. I don't care if you're uh, the richest man in the world or you're a child. We all have 24 hours a day. We have seven days a week. If you're alive, we have the same amount of time. See, that's the thing. There's people that have more money and more physical resources and assets. But I don't care who you are. We all have the same time. We do. We do. It, it comes back to just, again, choices yourself, you make. the choices you make. When I started out as a kid in the martial arts, when I was 16 years old, I was so full of distractions in my head. But once I laid out the martial arts plan, I couldn't get away with it anymore. Or I got my butt kicked, really, to be honest with you. If I wasn't prepared to train, if I didn't you know, back off of this and back off of that and prepare for my next training day, it all happened back then. The habits were created because of the force that I was going to be dealing with in my dojo, in my center area where I was training. If I didn't prepare for it, like I was preparing for a fight against Muhammad Ali, I was going to lose that 15 rounds and drop in two rounds. And so that's the way I looked at it. Like, I got to prepare for this. I got to prepare for this. Next thing you know, maintenance plan. 40 years later, 45 years later, here I am still talking about energy. Yeah. So So those 10 things lead to laziness. And the way I see it is yin-yang, Laziness is the opposite of energy and being energized. Right. There's a time and place for everything. Find whatever it is you're talking about, whatever it is you're looking for, going for. Find that time. Find that space. You know what you need to do to get motivated? Go to an old folks home. Go to see some people who are, you know, under the age of where they should be. And, and, and walk in an old folks home like my parents. You'll get energized. you got enough time to sleep in, you know? Go to a hospital. See people who are there, don't want to be there. Who wants to be in a hospital? You're going to look at not just all your own problems. Look at other people who've got it worse than you. Trust me, you'll get motivated. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com.
This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.